My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. An Erio's original. And welcome to Web Crawlers, the podcast where we do a deep dive into some of our favorite mysteries. Each week, we will introduce our topic, lay out our research and findings, reveal some conspiracy theories, and conclude with our own hypothesis. I'm Allie Siegel. I'm Melissa Stettin. And where in the world, world is, is Maria Masucci? <laughs> that, that, yeah, same, same thing. Same thing. We should make up a, a little jingle. That we should. Where in the yeah. world is producer I, Maria? I producer Maria. Maria. Yeah. If you want, if you guys want to work on that jingle, we would love to hear your submissions. There's a lot of good missing posters being made in the Discord. It's so funny about where in the world is Maria? We're the suspects. We are the main. That's going to be the main web crawlers. That's going to be the serial of web crawlers. Is where <laughs> is where is producer Maria? And what did we do with producer Maria? Well, I don't know. We don't know. <laughs> Uh, Melissa, who are our patrons for this week? We've got Emma and Stacy. Welcome to the team, Emma and Stacy. Do you think Emma is the Spice Girls Emma Button? button? That's what I was button? just gonna say. <laughs> Emma, yeah, prob- Emma, Baby Spice, Baby Spice Button. Uh, welcome. Melissa, what is our episode on today? Well, last week we got an email from Maria's Demon, who was like, I don't know if you guys have seen the show, Worst Roommate Ever, but there's an episode that is seems very much up your alley. And I was like, yes, I read an article about this a year ago, 
Turns out it wasn't a year ago. The article is from 2018. I like, that There's counts a as a year ago. I know. I was like, year right, ago. I remember the article from last year. No, it was four <laughs> years ago before the podcast even started. Isn't that so crazy that really I don't, nuts. COVID doesn't count. Like at COVID no, years. No, it doesn't. Two years. Two years are gone. It's like the Thanos blip. Like we've all been blipped and we've now been blipped. we've been blipped. <laughs> So yeah, I was like, yeah, that's because I added that to the list. This was before the podcast even started. I was like, oh, that's that would be a good, you good don't episode. Say. And here we are. <laughs> and now, and now here we are. Okay, so Jameson Bachman is known as the roommate from hell. Ooh, he would move into a shared home, start terrorizing his roommates by refusing to pay rent, filing petty lawsuits threatening violence, and just straight up refusing to leave. Oh, my God. He made a living off of being a scammer. But once he was found out, he did the unthinkable. Who is this annoying roommate, Jameson Bachman? Let's get get into into it. it. So this originally was an article in the New York Mag, New York Magazine by William Brennan. And then it got made into like a little docu-series episode. Is it in that in that Netflix series now? Yes. Worst roommate ever. Get into it. It's really good. I've watched a few of those. It's it's really good. Yeah. Okay, so back in 2017, Alex Miller, she's 31, she had a spare room to rent, so she put an ad on Craigslist, what any normal person would do. And then she got a call from a guy named Jed Creek. He was a lawyer from New York. But he had grown up just outside of Philadelphia, only a few minutes from Alex's apartment in Chestnut Hill. Jed said he needed a place to stay while he helped his family because his mom was old and sick. His brother had hepatitis C. So Alex agreed to meet him. And he had a dog. So she wanted to make sure that their dogs got along. Important. So Jed said he was 60, but he looked like he was in his late 40s. He was very nice and outgoing. Alex really liked him. And she really needed a roommate like ASAP because her last one moved out suddenly. So she needed to pay rent. So she was like kind of desperate. Yeah. Because I don't know if I was 30 and looking for a roommate, a 60-year-old man. I was going to say. It's, it's, I mean. And Alex is a girl? Yes, Alex is a girl. Yeah, I, if yeah. I was a if I was a thirty year old girl, my first roommate choice wouldn't be a six year old man. Yeah. But beggars can't be choosers. Yeah, I guess. she was the reason. I mean, I think the reason she picked this dude is because she like she just needed someone to pay rent. Yeah, and like no one else was responding to her ad. Oof. So after a couple hours of talking, Jed said, "Okay, well, I like the place, and I like you, and if you like me, I could just move in now." And she was like, uh, oh, okay. And he took <laughs> he out a checkbook. A suitcase. Yeah. He took out a checkbook and wrote her a check for $800. Wow. And she was like, well, I couldn't say no to that. Here's money. Yeah. I need a roommate. No one else is replying to this ad. So Alex did so notice on the checks where like your name and address is supposed to be in the upper left-hand corner. It was blank. So he wrote in, he wrote in his new name. address. Jed and he wrote in the new address 219 East Willow Grove Avenue which was her address that's I mean that's red flag one and he didn't he didn't write his name he signed the check allegedly the only letter you can make out was a J it was like J something 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 she's like oh it must be Jed Creek 
but it didn't. <laughs> and he just Where? put his initial like J at the top <laughs> in the address. So suspect red flag. But she's like, yeah. Okay. So then he and his dog got an Uber and he's like, OK, I'll be back tonight to move in. And later that night, he came back with six Rubbermaid bins and a cat carrier. Turns out Ooh. he had a cat. Hello Kitty. He didn't mention he didn't mention a cat. He just brought a cat. Okay. Had no mattress. And for a bed, he just put a pile of comforters on the floor. All right, buddy. <laughs> All right. So so Alex was concerned. She's like, oh shit, maybe he doesn't have any money and the checks would bounce. But she deposited the check the next day and it went through. So she's like, okay, okay. Uh, maybe he just doesn't have a lot of stuff. Yeah. Also weird that he brought a cat. They didn't yeah. mention. But they got along great. And weird thing is that this guy, Jed, spoke to his dog exclusively in Dutch, which he said he learned while living in the Netherlands in the 1980s. Okay, so the the side note, my dog Dolly had a puppy and uh someone else adopted the puppy and he trained the puppy in Spanish? uh Spanish. Oh, Dolly. But he's, aqui, aqui, Dolly. Yeah. And he's not he's not or no, in Italian, in Italian. Oh. And I he's not Italian. He's he's British okay. or Scottish or something. So I don't I don't know what the deal is with that. <laughs> That's a that's it's a weird. weird phenomenon. And it seems like it'd be more confusing for the dog if, if you take them to daycare or training. Yeah. Or so, but I mean, whatever. Okay. I'm going to start talking to my cats in Spanish. I feel so Elgatos. sad if, a, if an animal was bilingual and I'm not even bilingual. That's sad. That's so on, sad. I'm going to get on Duolingo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the check went through. They ended up, they get, they got along great. Oh. They would hang out at night together on the couch. They'd drink wine. They'd watch Rachel Maddow, Ooh. which was his favorite show. Oh, that's... <laughs> and then one evening, an old hookup of Alex overstayed his welcome. And like he refused Uh-oh. to leave despite Alex asking him to leave. And Jed came in the room and was like, buddy, I'm living here too. She asked you to go. I'm asking you to go. I'm asking you one more time or I'll remove you myself. Wow. So the guy left and Alex is like, okay, great. What yeah, great- it's nice to have him here. Yeah. Then on April 5th, their 11th day of living together, Alex showed Jed the utility bills and asked for his half of $140. He said no. He's like, the bills covered a period before I'd, he'd moved in. Okay. Alex was like, well, no, this is from, this is this month. And then he texted her, we can handle this in court if you would prefer. And she was like, huh? Like, why? What? Why did he escalate that? So she, she like looked at the dates for the utility bill and she was like, okay, maybe he is right, I guess. I don't know. She was kind of like, okay, that's weird, but maybe he's right. Oh, God. So that was the first weird Thing, 11 days after he moved in. Yeah. Then a lot of strange things started to happen. So oh, then wow. one evening, Alex came home. She found the living room lights wouldn't turn on. Jen had taken the light bulbs, screwed them into lamps in his bedroom. Like he just took, uh, took the bulbs. So Alex knocked on his door. And when she opened it, 
or she she also noticed the six chairs were gone from the kitchen table. She was like, uh, knocked on his door, saw that he had moved the chairs into like a desk, like for his computer. Wow. Oh my God. And, but Alex assumed that Jed was like working because he said he was a paralegal. So oh, she no. assumed that he was leaving during the day and coming back. But the neighbors said they saw him on the property like all day long. He never left. What? So he was like working from home or like who knows what he was doing. So then they started to argue more. He accused her of breaking, quote unquote, the covenant of quiet enjoyment. Oh, what's, like, what's that? It's a technical <laughs> phrase that Alex recognized from her days working for a real estate agent. It's like a professional term about like room. I don't know. She's like, oh, that's weird that he's saying that. And oh then he God. found a cigarette butt in the toilet bowl. And he told her that he would not be paying the next month's rent. And what? He said, as a paralegal, you should know about the warranty of hab- habitability. He texted her this. And she's like, what the fuck is he talking? It's all this weird legal speak. What is he talking about? This is so weird. Alex told her mom about this dude. And she asked for his phone number so she could Google it. Which is what Alex should have done in the first place. Yeah. So she, the mom found two articles about this guy. Oh, no. Jed Creek was not his name. It was Jameson Bachman. Oh, no. So in 2012, he had shown up at the home of a woman across town named Melissa Frost. He claimed to be a New Yorker. He said his home was destroyed by Hurricane Sandy. And so this woman let him in and like nearly lost her house to this dude. Like he slowly laid claim to her space. He used his knowledge of tenancy laws to like fuck her over. He would oh scuff God. up the floors. He kicked down the doors, clogged the toilets with cat litter. Oh my God. Like we all, you can't pour cat litter down the toilet. That's not a thing you can no. do. We all know that. Yeah. So this woman said he went from being this cordial, polite person to someone who was just aggressive and saying this is my house now i am the captain now (laughs) i'm the captain of this house now. (laughs) holy shit turns out there were a dozen people who jameson had done this to all all along the east coast he was a serial squatter who was driving all his roommates into court and often from their homes and he just took over their homes and just terrorized them Holy shit. But he wasn't like a typical squatter just trying to get free rent. He seemed to be like very vindictive and like very evil. Like he enjoyed terrorizing people. Oh my God. Because at some point it seemed like money wasn't the object. It was just like being sadistic. Yeah, he's like a, a sociopath. Yeah. So all the roommate stories are very similar some sort of emergency brings Jameson to their home. He, like, doesn't have a place to go for the night. Him and his pets would be, like, wandering the streets. Oh, my God. For this woman, Melissa Frost, it was the hurricane. For Alex, it was needing to see his sick relatives nearby. Some other people, he would said he had an alcoholic roommate or, like, lost his job. Jesus. He claims he went to Georgetown University and got a master's in history in the University of Miami, where he got his law degree. He said he makes a living 
doing litigation and tutoring youngsters online. Youngsters. (laughs) Youngsters. I don't like the word youngsters one tiny bit. No. (laughs) He says he's clean, he's respectful, and that all he requires is nothing more than a quiet room and a fast internet connection. This is what he tells everyone. They're like, okay, yeah, sure. He seems like a nice guy. Yeah, like it sounds great to start with. He sounds yeah. low-key and whatever. And then this woman, Sonia Acevado, oh, no. she's a 49-year-old vet tech from Brooklyn. She needed a roommate because she was struggling to pay her mortgage. So Jameson moved in immediately, gave her a check for $1,400. Things started off great. She was like, those first three months were perfect. They would hang out. They would eat breakfast together. They would walk their pets. Like, it seemed fine. Like, they were becoming friends. Oh, no. But then shortly after he moved in, one of Sonia's cats died. (gasps) And she returned from the vet that afternoon. Like, Jameson was, like, nice to her, was comforting her, gave her a hug. She eventually grew comfortable enough, invited him to the beach at Jacob Reese Park, where she sunbathed topless. Uh, She's like, he was uh, very respectful. <laughs> uh, oh. Inviting your 60-year-old roommate to come to a topless <laughs> beach with you. So See them what titties. Are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> but like, in many cases, like the first signs were like weird things that he would do. Like he would remove a chandelier and he would like fill a bookshelf with like weird books or like a couch would be moved, like a plant would be moved. Like, just weird shit he would start doing. Yeah, he's, like, terrorizing. Like, he, this, yeah. this is psychological warfare. Like, just moving <laughs> something, like, an inch in your yeah. house. He's an emotional terrorist. That would drive... There's an episode of Full House where... Oh, here I, we go. <laughs> they, they... I can't remember what the kids did. I think they, like, actually, like hit the wall and like made a hole in the wall so they had to move a painting over like two inches to cover it and they're like well our dad's crazy so we had to move everything else in the house over two oh my god so they moved all the furniture (laughs) over two inches that's funny and like bob saget came home and was like like tried to hang hung up his jacket on the wall like it just fell down he's like fell down (laughs) (laughs) that's amazing great show yeah so sonia Started suspecting that Jameson was coming into her room while she was at work. So she put like a wine bottle behind her door. So if like it opened, it would knock over. And when she got home, the bottle was moved Uh several inches. She's home alone, Tim. Yeah. So she's like, this dude's coming in my house. Oh, God. Then there's a guy named Michael who's 31 living in D.C. Jameson was his roommate in 2016. And he did this thing. He would pick up and throw the bath mat into the corner every time he used the bathroom. Weird. So this guy asked him about it. He's like, oh, yeah, I was going to clean it. So I put it back. And then he kept throwing the bath mat into the corner. Eventually, Michael duct taped the mat to the floor. (laughs) Beneath it, he put a sticky note that said, why? Like, it was driving him crazy that the bath mat kept being moved. He's like, why is he doing why? this? Why? Yeah, that would drive me crazy, too. <laughs> and then in most cases, by the time the second month's rent was due, Jameson came up with an excuse not to pay. He claimed some, like, minor discomfort inflicted was inflicted upon him. Like, there was a dirty living room or there was a dish left in the sink. 
Like that was his excuse. Like I'm not paying rent because you did this. What? Crazy. That's not how it works. Yeah. And then this other woman, Melissa Frost, she said one day she unplugged his microwave, brought it upstairs to his room, telling him he couldn't keep his things in the common areas. And then Jameson shouted that she had no right to touch his things. And he used the microwave to push her slowly backward until she was like at the edge of the staircase. Oh, my God. And a friend was there and intervened. And then she called the police on this dude. And then right after the cops came, Jameson's cat, Emma, disappeared. And Jameson texted Frost, you are the proximate cause of my cat's disappearance and presumed death. Do not communicate with me again unless it is through your attorney. Oh, my God. What? Yeah. But then Melissa Frost approached him and tried to negotiate like peaceful exit. She offered to return the money he paid in November to help him find a new place to stay. She's like, I'll give you anything. Please just get out of my apartment. But Jameson just laughed at her. And it's like she started to cry and he pretended to comfort her. He said, you've got your whole life in front of you. You're pretty. You're talented. You've got this house. Well, you don't have this house anymore. This house is my house. Oh my god. That's like out of a movie. That's like evil. Yeah, what? This is a lifetime well, movie. This house is my I know it's straight up lifetime. The movie roommate shit. <sighs> so it seemed like this dude loved fighting. Like the goal was to get his roommates to sue him. Uh he told a reporter back in 2013, I'm happy to have her file an eviction notice while in this woman Melissa's house. So she files the, the filing fee against him. And then he files a counterclaim against her. So like that's his tactic is just like like someone files something against him, he'll file it right back. And so they're like, well, you don't know who to believe, you know? I would love to know what this guy's like upbringing was because clearly he thrives on drama. Yes. So he he did get his law degree when he was 45. Interesting. His instructors said... He was a remarkable student with extraordinary talents. This one professor said, in 20 years of university teaching, I have encountered very few people of his caliber. Wow. But what's weird is that he never took the final step to graduate. He failed the bar exam on his first try, and he just never took it again. Even though all his professors were like, yeah, he's really talented and smart. He could be really good at this. He just like gave up so easily. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Then one woman who was suing him for $36,000 became, in Jameson's words, bitter and a woman scorned. He alleged that she gave him herpes. Okay. (laughs) And Jameson countersued her for the tortious transmission of an incurable venereal disease. Okay. Wait, hold on. She'd (laughs) alleged... (laughs) to get back at her he's like well she gave me herpes (laughs) oh my god what is wrong with this guy pretty good let's take a quick break for announcements webcrawlers has a patreon to get access to rewards interviews bonus episodes shout outs discounts video episodes, ad-free episodes, please go to patreon.com slash webcrawlers. You can donate as little as $2 a month to become a patron. 
Also, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. If you give us a five-star review, we will shout you out on the podcast. Also, Erios has a hotline. Insert jingle here. 626-604-6262. Continue to call us, you psychopaths. <laughs> and you we will sociopaths. <laughs> you raving lunatics. And we will play your voicemails on our mailbag episodes. And buy our merch. Uh, webcrawlerspod.com or hothorse.horse if you're nasty. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Now, back to our program. Uh, in 2005, he was hired to teach at the Thornton Donovan School, a private school in New Rochelle. The headmaster gave him an apartment. Isn't that where, is that where Epstein taught? Thornton Donovan School. Let's give that a quick goog. Yeah, wasn't it uh, William Barr's dad taught at that school? Oh, no, he Epstein? taught at the Delta. He taught at Delta. Oh, okay. JK. JK. According to a former roommate, Jameson was talking about how much he'd impressed the school, that they were considering making him the school's next headmaster. But that was all a lie, because on the website, rate my teachers. Oh, yeah. The only student left a review said, he scares me, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> That's the only review. On that. <laughs> Do you remember for a minute that there was that uh, website where you could review people like dating? Like, um, oh, 
I can't remember yes, what it was. What was that? Yeah, I was thinking about it the other day. Oh, oh right. Oh my God, what was that? That was around in like 2008, yeah. nine. Fuck, what was that? I yeah. reviewed people on there. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I reviewed people. I feel like I had a review too. That website where you could oh my rate god what is it called individual people uh, <laughs> i have like nothing is coming website up rate oh lulu oh lulu yes that's what it was 2013 yes new app lets women rate ex-boyfriends anonymously 2013 that was 2013 i thought it was earlier than that wow that's crazy yeah so i guess i didn't rate myself Oh, yes, I remember because this is, oh my God, I still remember because this is when my first boyfriend and I broke up and I like kept like looking at his, looking at his page over and over again to see like who he was dating and who he had reviews from and stuff like that. Is it still an app? It says in 2016, it was acquired by Badu. Oh, I wonder if my reviews are still on there. That's the app was highly controversial. Obviously. Yeah, you could pick like characteristics to describe. Yeah, you could like leave it was like Yelp for humans. Yeah. Wow, what a what a walk down nostalgia rain. W- what? Huh? <laughs> no, I get it. Nostalgia rain. Guys, sorry, I took NyQuil last night and my brain is still not functioning. So who knows what I meant, but you get it. You get it. <laughs> you get it. Um, but then his contract didn't get renewed. He withheld his rent in protest, refused to move out of the faculty apartment until the school evicted him. Oh my god! Then there was this forty-three-year-old dog walker living in Queens, Arlene. She let him stay with her in June twenty-six, two thousand six, and at the time they were casually dating. Uh oh. So Arlene made him guarantee he'd he'd stay no longer than two months, and she and he promised. But two months became six, six months became a year, one year became four years. What? And Jameson only ever paid one month's rent to Arlene, but she was trapped. This woman is too nice because she was like, well, if she moved out, then it'd be her landlord's responsibility. And I'm like, Arlene, this is Women not your- are too nice. Y- you, te- you say to a man, you're casually dating, you can stay for a month, and f- four years later, he's still there. Like, not bitch, get rent. that man out of your house. Yeah, this woman, she's... Ugh, Arlene. So she Arlene, stayed. This is how people get Tinder swindled. Yeah. And vegan swindled. And bad vegan swindled. <laughs> yeah. So then in 2010, after four years, she just lost it one day. Good. She told him to pay for the cable. And then in response, he grabbed her throat and she pulled herself free. She ran out to the street. They, she got a order of protection against him. But then he filed an order of protection against her. Oh, no. So they had to be 100 yards apart. Oh, my God. And so the only way to do that was to finally file for his eviction. Yeah. So she went to the Queens County Civil Court, put in the paperwork, but then he filed a police report claiming that Arlene came at him with a knife and persuaded the police to arrest her. 
I I hate this guy. Yeah. So Arlene was forbidden to go near the apartment, which means that oh, this dude my God. had full possession of her home. And then he dropped her cats off at kill shelters. No, 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 yeah. no, no. Took her cats and was like, bye. If there's one thing we say on this podcast, you don't fuck with cats. You don't. You do not fuck with people's pets <laughs> or animals. I would. No. I I would murder him. Oh, it's worse. It's worse than hurting a human. It really is. <laughs> okay, so now on to Jameson's childhood. You asked about his upbringing. Oh, I did. I did. He had a pretty great childhood. His father owned a construction company. His mom a stay at home mom. His brother, Harry, was four years older. He was handsome and talented. He was on the varsity mm. soccer team. And he okay, was, so he's jealous of Harry. Mm-hmm. He was in the school productions of Camelot and Brigadoon. Oh, Bri- Brigadoon. Brigadoon. Harry was like outgoing and humble. Jameson was very like confident, not very humble. One of his friends, Bob, said he was the cockiest kid you ever met. Okay, things are coming so together. So he was smart. He was good at tennis. He spent his free time reading books on the history of Western civilization. As one does, as one does. His high school yearbook quote was, Fools say they learn by experience. I prefer to profit by others' experiences. Okay, weirdo. Yeah, weird. That's, that's <laughs> red flag already in okay, high school. Okay, freak. So according to Bob... Jameson was very competitive, but he had little interest in a fair fight. Uh-oh. <laughs> this weird thing, he, he forced his friend Bob to play this obscure multi-hour board game called Midway, which oh, no. Oh, no. simulated the 1942 Pacific Theater battle in which American airman, um, airmen devastated the Imperial Japanese Navy. I'm sorry, <laughs> but you make me play a board game and I'm out. And the no game was thanks. slanted towards the Americans winning. And Bob said that Jameson was always the Americans. So he just like played these board games, like knowing he was going to win. Like weird. This guy's a freak. It's so weird. So yeah, his older brother was very successful. He had a degree in architecture from Cornell. He married a psychologist from Paris. Ooh, la, la. Ooh Paris. He had two daughters. But Jameson's parents were ashamed that their younger son hadn't flourished. So he was just, he was jealous. Failure to launch, yeah. Very jealous. So when Jameson talked about his family, it was often with resentment. Mm -hmm. He would always talk about that his parents treated his brother better. And then his resentment of his dad was so intense that his dad was dying of cancer and Jameson said he would skip the funeral and had no regrets about it. Oh, so my he had, God. He had issues. Yeah, jeez. Uh, a lot of roommates said that Jameson had deep-seated hatred for his mother. Ooh, she, he would say okay. things like, at least you had a mother. I didn't have a mother after the age of eight because I had a mind of my own and she didn't like that. Okay, this guy's a... This guy, he ain't all right. No, he's not all there. (laughs) He was also mad at his dad didn't leave him any money in his will, and it all went to his mother. Okay, interesting. So so back to Alex Miller's apartment in 2017 in Philadelphia. 
So a few days after Alex and her mom, Susan, discovered his true identity, Susan came into Alex's apartment and Jameson came yelling at her. He was like, what are you doing in my home? And she was like, this is my daughter's home, Jameson, saying his real name. Oh, shit. And it was the first time that either of them had acknowledged that they knew his true identity. Oh, my God. So Jameson refused to leave and he's like, I'll see you in court. Oh, my God. So then Alex got a letterhead from the lawyer she worked at, typed out a notice of demand, and it said, local police authorities have been alerted as to your previously recorded disputes as a talent in sufferance. Of course, he just, like, ignored the letter. So then Alex put out a listing for a new roommate, but when she brought one woman home to see the room, Jameson refused to open the door. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh This was the first month this all happened in the first month okay this is hell so by may 1st alex had a fun plan so that night she invited over a bunch of her friends her mom a few neighbors and it was this party that she described on facebook as a send-off for the serial squatter jameson bachman so she was just gonna have a huge party (laughs) so she she knew that jameson was doing his online tutoring sessions at night, starting at like seven o'clock. So she had everyone come over at seven o'clock. She had mixed drinks made with Jameson whiskey. Oh, that's funny. She would blast rap music, which Jameson hated. Jameson she, hates rap. She found photos of his former roommates, one of Melissa Frost, and like taped up pictures of these people all over the bathroom. And she's That's like, really I, I wanted him to know I knew his past and to have to face people he'd harmed. That's really funny. So in all these people at the house, I could hear James in his room, like yelling at his computer. <laughs> oh, my God. And around 11 o'clock, Jameson came out of his room with a box of cat litter, dumped it into the toilets. <laughs> then he left the apartment with a backpack. And then one of Alex's friends took a drill to his bedroom door and removed the doorknob. <laughs> Good. That's when you got to change the locks. As soon as he leaves, you have to change the locks. So before the next morning, Alex heard Jameson uh, wake up unusually early and leave the house because he came back that night. So she went into the bathroom, was brushing her teeth. The door opened. Jameson like ran down the hallway and slammed the bathroom door open, pushed her against the wall. He was choking her. And she screamed, and then she followed him into his bedroom. And she was like, who the fuck do you think you are? And Jameson was in his bedroom, sitting on his pile of comforters on the floor, like dicing cat food with a knife. Oh, my God. And then he came back up at her, had a knife in his hand. He leaned against the door to shut it, and she pulled back. Her leg got stuck between the door and the frame. Oh, no. And then Jameson was like, you've made a grave mistake. So he jabbed the knife toward her through the opening and it cut her leg. Oh, my God. So there's like blood smeared on the door. And then she yanked her leg out of the door and like ran back to her room. And then she called the police. Jesus Christ. (sighs) So then two police officers showed up. uh, And according to their report, they found Jameson polite cooperative apologetic sociopaths always are i know but then they saw the cuts on alex's legs and then they arrested him 
Good. He was charged with aggravated assault and some other felonies. He went to jail. And Alex got a protection, an order of protection, finally. God damn. So Jameson was gone, but his dog was still there. And so his dog was just like wandering around the house. And then his cat that he had, who was just like hidden in his room the whole time, came out for the first time and like ended up sleeping on Alex's bed. It was probably just like so scared. Yeah. So there was like comforters still on the floor in his room. There was a bunch of folders and it was full of like hundreds of pages of court filings against previous roommates. Oh my God. So Alex and her mom used those to track down other victims and she found something else in the closet. It was a cleaning kit for a gun and a box of bullets. Uh, yeah, that's scary. So they looked for the gun. They couldn't find the gun, but they they looked everywhere for it. That's scarier that he has it. I know. Well, he's in jail. Oh, good, good, good. Yeah. So at one point, Jameson's older brother, Harry, and his wife, Carolyn, had taken Jameson into their home, knowing like what a nightmare it was living with him. Like he was, Caroline like did not like him. And so they were like, yeah, we can't have Jameson come back here again. But he called his brother and was like, I'm in jail. What do I do? So Harry was like, okay, we'll come bail you out again. So they bailed him out after like a month. God. And then a few weeks later, Alex and her mom arranged to meet Jameson at the local precinct to return all his belongings. So they brought like all his Rubbermaid containers of all his stuff to the police station. They should have kept, I hope they kept his dog. I don't want this guy to have a dog. Well, yeah, they did. They, oh, good. Um, the police were there like watching the whole thing. Um, but he was mad. He's like, where's my dog? They're like, well, we sent him to live with a woman in the suburbs. Like a good. nice home. Good. And the, and the judge said that that was okay. Yeah, this guy doesn't deserve to have yeah. precious animals. So as Alex and her mom left the station, Jameson pulled up in a rented car, rolled down the window and said, you're dead, bitch. <laughs> and then he sped off. <laughs> My God, you can't and say then, that to people. So then she reported him for violating the protection order. Good. And then a few weeks later, he was arrested again because you can't talk to her. She's like, yeah. I'm reporting you. And you certainly can't say, you're dead, bitch. You're dead, bitch. (laughs) Yeah. So then he was back in jail. Jameson was freaking out about his cat, which had been left behind in an Airbnb after his second arrest. So he called his brother. He wanted to get bailed out again because he wanted to get his cat back. But they fostered the cat to someone who worked at the animal shelter while he was in jail. So the cat was fine. Good. So on October 28th, his brother bailed him out for the second time. So, and Jameson asked to stay at Harry's house, but Harry refused. And his wife, Caroline, was out of town, and she was supposed to come back the next week. But shortly before 7 o'clock on November 3rd, Harry stopped home on his way out of town. And as he pulled up in Caroline's car, he saw that Jameson was at his house waiting. Uh Uh-oh. Like, he told his brother, like, you can't stay here, but Jameson went to the house anyway. 
So he texted his wife, who was out of town. He's like, "Ugh, guess who just showed up? Harry was supposed to go to upstate New York later that night, but Harry never made it. So Caroline <sighs> called the police, was like, I can't get a hold of my husband. I might have something to do with his brother. I don't know. So the police went to the Harry's house, and they saw that the car was gone and assumed that he left. But then they returned later that day. They saw a trail of blood leading from the sidewalk to the front door. They Uh went in. The house was just like in total disarray. The dining room was blood splattered. There was a hole in the wall. There was shards of shattered glass on the floor. They followed these bloody drag marks to the basement door, which had been blocked by a box. They opened the door, and on the stairway, there was the body of Harry Bachman. Oh, fuck. His brother. He killed his brother. And then the police discovered a red Ford escape in the parking lot of a hotel up the road. They saw bloody towels inside the car. Jameson had checked into room 102 the night before under the name Harry Bachman, using his probably got his brother's ID, stole his wallet from him. That's so fucked. Yeah. And then a SWAT team broke down the door. The police originally reported that Jameson submitted without incident, but then there was an affidavit a few weeks later, claims that he rushed the SWAT team, swinging a lime green campfire axe at them in a figure X pattern, (laughs) which sounds more accurate. I'm sure you're doing that. For sure. Uh, They took him to the police station, got a mugshot. He had blood like was on his face. And then his, he had a hearing, was set for the morning of December 11, 2017, but it was canceled because Jameson was dead. A few days earlier, he hanged himself in his cell at the Montgomery County Prison. Holy so shit. So dead. That, and that's what a wild, story. and that's the story of the worst roommate ever. That is, that is the worst roommate ever. What a wild ride. I, it's crazy. I find it hard to believe that that's the only person he's killed also. Right. Like, I wonder, I wonder yeah. who else he's killed or like wh- any other identities he might have, yeah. has ta- or like what else Because he was don't... like 60-ish, I think they said. Yeah. Like, s- psycho. Like, what else don't we know about him? Because this is just... It's so wild. What a wild roller coaster ride. Have you ever had any really bad roommates? You know what? No, I haven't. And what's crazy is that I found most of my roommates on Craigslist. Oh, really? Yeah, I've had really good roommates. I feel like, I don't know, I feel like I can tell when you meet people if they're going to be psycho or not. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I've always lived I, alone. Yeah. I mean, I've I've had roommates a few times and they've been fine. Like actually the two times that I've had roommates, I've ended up leaving early just because I've realized that like I can't live with people. I'm probably the bad roommate, to be honest. <laughs> You're <laughs> the bad roommate. I, I'm actually the bad roommate. Um, but yeah, if you guys have any crazy stories about, I mean, we've had people call in before about oh, crazy yeah. roommate Someone stories. Someone had a bad roommate. 
Yeah, but yeah. if you guys have any crazy roommate stories or if you're the crazy roommate or oh, anything no. like this, uh, Melissa, where can people reach us? You can email us at webcrawlerspod at gmail.com. Or if you've ever hexed a roommate's trampoline, please, please, please <laughs> let us know. Uh, well, I am Allie swinging a campfire axe in a figure X pattern seagull. And I'm Melissa clogging your toilets with cat litter stetton <laughs> and where in the world, world is, is producer, producer maria, maria. <laughs> all right we'll work <laughs> on it bye, bye. Powered by ACAS. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.